0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Cantor, and here are today's top local stories. The New York City congressional delegation is now all in on impeachment. Staten Island's Max Rose came on board yesterday saying the president may be willing to violate the Constitution to get re-elected but he, Rose, will not shirk his duty and violate his oath. Let the grand experiment begin on 14th Street. Car drivers should look for another route to get uh, access to move across town. The bus and truck lanes are painted reddish brown. Well, maybe the city got a deal on the paint. But the message is clear. Cars and cabs must steer clear. So, Mr. Taxi Driver... It's not good. It's not good. Why? Because of the traffic, you know. You have to go around with a passenger. Go around, round, around. It's not good. And Callie the cabbie is completely confused. Oh, that's terrible because I don't understand how for those people take the street, the, the this big street that... Cabs should be on to riding people all around, and then now I heard like bus and truck only. I don't understand. The plan, Callie, is to get the slow pokey M14 bus up to speed. John Montone 1010 wins on 14th Street. The city will use $16 million in private money to help open some new and restructured public schools. The money comes from the XQ Institute, backed by Laureen Powell Jobs, the widow of Apple's Steve Jobs, and the Robin Hood Philanthropy. This isn't the first time Mayor de Blasio has accepted private money for education initiatives. In 2015, the eyeglass company Warby Parker provided free eye exams and glasses for students in low-income neighborhoods. The city also received funding from Robin Hood and large family foundations that year to support expansion of its computer science programs. Another parent caught up in the college admissions cheating scandal is due for sentencing today. 53-year-old Gordon Kaplan of Greenwich, Connecticut pleaded guilty to fraud and conspiracy. He was accused of paying an admissions consultant $75,000 to rig his daughter's ACT exam. Authorities say his daughter did not know Kaplan is the former co-chairman of the global law firm Wilkie, Farr & Gallagher. A wake will be held today in Monroe, New York, for NYPD officer Brian Mulkeen. He was shot by friendly fire last weekend while trying to arrest an armed man. He wanted a question about gang activity. A funeral mass is scheduled for 11 tomorrow morning at Sacred Heart Church in Monroe. The NTSB is now looking into what led a World War II-era B-17 to crash. At Bradley Airport near Hartford yesterday, seven people were killed. Correspondent Whit Johnson reports. The NTSB has a go team on the ground right now. They expect to be here for seven to ten days. Looking into this deadly crash, the B-17 was only in the air for about five minutes before something went horribly wrong. Two people killed in the crash have now been identified. 60-year-old Gary Mazone of East Windsor, a former police officer, and 59-year-old Robert Riddell of East Granby, an insurance analyst. The B-17 was at Bradley Airport all week for display and air tours. A synagogue in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, was vandalized over Rosh Hashanah this week, and police have come up with some surveillance video of the crime. The Rivnit Synagogue targeted Monday afternoon four kids, at least two girls among them, first used milk crates to try and smash the windows in the synagogue, finishing up the act of hate by using some type of metal object to smash it again. I just showed the surveillance video of this. These two women passing by this morning. I'm shocked because, you know, I walk this route to and from my bus stop. So it's usually quiet. You don't hear about things like this. Yeah, we're very upset also. We're very upset also. This is, you know, something we haven't seen in quite a long time. In response to this, in a statement, the governor saying he's disgusted and enraged by it. Mayor de Blasio on Twitter saying those responsible will be found. Cops here in the 90th precinct working the case. Glenshuck, 10-10 wins, Throop Avenue in Williamsburg. In a new Siena College poll, 65% of New Yorkers say the nation is more partisan and politically divided than ever. One-third of New Yorkers say that there's been a time over the last year when their opinion of a person in their social network changed due to finding that person had opposite views on a political issue. By 44 to 21 percent, New Yorkers think that 24-7 news coverage contributes more to unhealthy rather than healthy levels of civic involvement and debate. Fox News is seen more unfavorably than either CNN or MSNBC. 60 percent of all New Yorkers, 79 percent of Democrats, 30 percent of Republicans think that the manner in which President Trump acts contributes to unhealthy levels of political partisanship. A former employee of Robert De Niro has accused the actor of subjecting her to, quote, gratuitous, unwanted physical contact. She's filed a lawsuit in Manhattan federal court. The allegations by Chase Robinson come after De Niro's company. Canal Productions accused her of running up thousands of dollars in expenses and binge-watching Netflix during work hours. De Niro's lawyer did not immediately respond to the countersuit. Thanks for listening to The All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather tuned to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the radio.com app to take us with you wherever you go. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?